Are you ready to begin? I am. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) This is Sad Girl Syllabus, a commentary on media through the ages. Each season, we have a new syllabus to dive into. I'm Bethany. And I'm Mary. And we are two girls. Too sad. Let's jump into the syllabus. Back at it with the girl boss scammers. <laughs> scam girls, if you will. The new cam girl. A scam girl. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> and as we await the finale of The Dropout, we're going to go ahead and watch another um, mini series profiling Anna Delvey. Anna, Anna, Anna. (laughs) I thought that Anna Delvey was like way more famous than she actually is. Like I always thought that Anna was more famous than Elizabeth Holmes, but she wasn't like the only reason why I think that is because I was like suffering from the like collective myopia of living in New York. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because it was in New York and you're like, oh, like this is happening adjacent to me yeah I guess it seemed like it was a much bigger deal this this show that we were going to watch the first episode of inventing Anna Mm -hmm. Shonda Rhimes version (laughs) of Anna Delvey um makes it appear that everyone in the country knew her name and was talking about her (laughs) which that might be like a projection of Anna Delvey's personal fantasy Mm. True. Maybe. True. Maybe I'm giving yeah. it too much credit, but that is okay. That's fair. That's fair. Because <laughs> she, they, I, I remember them making a point to say like, "You want to be famous," or like, you know, they they put that in the narrative of one of the episodes. Yeah, and I would say in terms of like scale. Elizabeth Holmes is operating at a higher level. Like Anna Delvey does, you know, she did get a lot of money and get pretty far in certain things with like big financial organizations. But if Elizabeth's working on like a different level. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like morally, mostly it feels personal in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, there's no, I I hate to say this because I work in the arts and culture sector, but (laughs) there's no comparison between, (laughs) between like trying to create like an exclusive art society and like making a product, making like a big, like biomedical disruptor product or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, But, and I think that's also added to my um, like tunnel vision too about Anna Delvey was like, because she had scammed so many people that I knew that you and I both knew like, yeah, because we were working in the art world in New York at the time. So yeah, she seemed like a bigger deal. (laughs) She did. And (laughs) sorry, I'm laughing. (laughs) And um, yeah, like, I mean, I think she embarrassed a lot of people like, yeah, more Theranos definitely embarrassed Mm -hmm. um its investors but they have some things I feel like they think they can hide behind like yeah like records of 
of just being straight up lied to. Um, And the Anna Delvey case is a little more suspect for the people who got conned because it's like, what were you doing? Like, come, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And they straight up were conned like at, like <laughs> Theranos had a lot of um like at, at one point Theranos was probably like on track and like yeah. working and then at some point when the engineering wasn't holding up like Elizabeth Holmes and Sonny Balwani just started lying and right. that is like that's deception but it's not conning people like Anna Delvey yeah. was like fully uh Anna's a con con artist yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) crazy and uh, like I don't know you sort of um like that makes her that makes her a better scammer Elizabeth Holmes maybe (laughs) yeah I think so I mean (laughs) kind of amazing oh my god yeah I um (laughs) there's a point in the series in the miniseries inventing Anna that um they like show her process for writing fake checks to like get to get money out of the bank and I was like yeah don't like people are gonna try to like take a lesson out of this (laughs) don't give away my game (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was just like holy shit that's like it seems it's yeah no wonder people get swindled all the time but anyway um yeah you wonder how many how many people are doing these games all the time Right. And not right. getting caught. Right. Until there's some like expose. That's the other thing that is um that is pretty it's not unique to Anna Delvey. Not not unique at all, but um like the sh- like she was mythologized pretty much immediately. Like I, I would say Elizabeth Holmes, um you know, she, Elizabeth Holmes sort of like was seeking out people to make documentaries about her because she felt like she was going to be this, like, um, she wanted documentaries made about her for the posterity of her genius to Mm -hmm. like outlive her. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was like, she was like self aggrandizing, self, uh, narrativizing whatever for the posterity, because she believed in what she was doing. Anna Delvey like got exposed. She went viral was exposed by a uh, New York magazine article um, by Jessica Pressler, the writer. And um, that sort of like, I don't know, there's something, there's something there to this, like, again, this like scam girl, like mythology. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll have more conclusive thoughts when we <laughs> finish up the season. <laughs> Yeah, they're definitely operating on another level. And I do think that Anna sometimes her mythology is different than Elizabeth recently because at least criticism of them of them as people, we get a lot of Elizabeth Holmes, oh, she's so weird. Like yeah. look at all this weird stuff. <laughs> and Anna Delvey is like, whoa, kind of cool though, right? Like, look at what she wore. Like right, right. Kind of a badass. Like the people kind that she hung mean. out with <laughs> yeah exactly um definitely on her like social capital I guess yeah yeah um and yeah that's a th- those are two very different oppositions um 
the like playing up of the socialness, um, the socialite, whatever. But that's also part of her story. It's like the mm-hmm. socialite conned everyone kind of thing. And it's very opposite of like making sure to portray Elizabeth Holmes as antisocial. Right. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Well, should we get into it? Yes. So we're on Netflix. This show's on Netflix. Netflix limited series. <laughs> Inventing Anna is the title. And just like last time, we'll tell you when to hit play. <laughs> Countdown. Three, two, one. <laughs> Shonda Land. Shonda. I haven't seen a Shonda Ram show in a while. Yeah. Same. I will say that I think a lot of people didn't love this show. Inventing <laughs> Anna? Yes. Oh, I haven't really read much critical reception. But something about it, like it hit me at the right time where I was just like, yeah, this is the show I need. It's <laughs> like dumb, fun. I do I'm think a good time. Yeah. I do think that it dragged on a bit. I do think that it could have been a movie like oh, all of these again. Sure. Yes. But. And yeah, I mean, I think we can kind of get into this here. Like the t- sequencing here. Yeah. doesn't really make sense. And it, <laughs> it like narratively, it doesn't make. Yeah. Sense. It could be much stronger if it was sh- a shorter piece. Yeah. So we're met with a narrative of Anna Delvey here at this intro, but she never narrates again. You just get her intro. Yeah. And this, this voice. That's a, that's a good observation that she doesn't, she doesn't narrate anymore past this, which is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Like like because it seems like it trails off like they wanted to make it be like oh this is Anna's story about her like Anna herself but it's but it's not no. <laughs> right <laughs> I kind of wish we did get Anna yeah I mean but then it might have been like way too much of this like Julia Garner accent <laughs> it is a lot of an accent Maybe that's what people said about the real Anna Delvey. I mean, I, she does have a very particular accent, but I did watch. So Julia Garner playing Anna Delvey is doing an even more intense, weird yeah. accent that no one has ever had. <laughs> and Anna Delvey has a weird accent because yeah. as I actually watched Julia Garner, like talk about it on this clip. On the Jimmy that, Fallon? No. Oh, oh, I saw a Jimmy Fallon clip. Oh, wow. But it was just like, you know, she's Russian. Yeah. Trying to be German. Trying to be German. Also lived in Germany for a little bit. So there's this fake German accent on top of the Russian accent. She's learned British English. So there's some of those. She's all transatlantic. And then she's trying to be Americanized. I actually kind of felt like there was like sort of some valley girl. (laughs) almost in there (laughs) yeah there kind of is (laughs) yeah she's trying to like put it on it's like again a socialite thing Mm -hmm. um 
<sighs> so here we are. The other thing about the, an, a nice difference that I like between um, between this story and Elizabeth Holmes is that this is this story, at least they waited until, well, I don't know. I don't know if it was necessarily intentional, but at least they have like, there's some distance between like the trial Anna Delby's mm. trial wrapping and then them making the show. Whereas like Elizabeth Holmes, like the trial is still sort of, well, it's not going on, I guess. I guess a few months ago. Well, Sonny's is, oh. hasn't happened yet. Okay. So yeah, it's like still pretty like fresh and I'm sure that they were shooting a show before it. Yeah. It wrapped. The trial it's just, wrapped. it's just a, that's just such a big like meditation on um, like people want to consume these, this media about these people, about these women before, before the actual real life story even wraps up. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that the myth is like that strong that people feel like they need to make a movie about it or a mini series immediately. Yeah. And there's two in the works for um elizabeth too which is just nuts that's oh, wow jeez <laughs> manhattan magazine i laughed so hard <laughs> so <laughs> obviously jessica pressler the real life reporter worked at new york magazine and in this the reporter based on her whose name is vivian kent works at manhattan magazine and it's in the same font and stylings as new york magazine everywhere it's really silly i sort of like i had gotten to a spiral when i heard the name vivian kent because i was like who is that like i've heard that name before it sounds like a cartoon character it does sound yeah and i realized (laughs) what it was in legally blonde oh my god Selma Blair's character is Vivian Kensington. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what's the whitest name we can think of? Mm -hmm. But like vaguely trendy. Yeah. And original or like uncommon. Yeah. Vivian is like, yeah, it's it's uncommon. Yeah, it's like a kind of older school name. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't separate Anna Chlumsky from her role in Veep. Veep, yeah. She makes a lot of faces, like yeah, annoyed and frustrated faces, and it does feel like you're in Veep when, when yeah, it's, it's like a little over exaggerated all the it, time. <laughs> it worked. It worked in Veep because that was her character. She was like, she was like so anal, but uh, I just. It doesn't seem like it fit here. I mean, I I don't know Jessica Bressler, so I don't know. Maybe that's how she is, but (laughs) it just seems like, I I don't know why. I I just like, again, maybe this is just like, if this is like Anna Chlumsky's like character acting or whatever, or maybe it's like, I don't know, maybe she really thought that the person should be like this, but I can't really, I don't really want to believe that this that this writer is this neurotic oh yeah yeah I feel like it's bad news for everybody (laughs) if that's the case (laughs) Uh, I just but I don't know maybe that's also me being like again having having lived in New York and feeling like sort of intimidated by like New York media people Mm -hmm. like I feel like they're all a little bit too cool and so I can't really imagine that. that I agree actually wait 
do I want to say this on this <laughs> podcast? Hold on. I will. I don't know why played like on a softball league, like a media softball league for like a hot <laughs> second. And I will say I've never played softball before. I sucked. But our whole team sucked. Yeah. And one time we had to play against New York Magazine and they were really good <laughs> and they were dicks. <laughs> it was I like all it. of these like 20 something white dudes vaping the entire time, like vaping <laughs> oh and pitching. Jewels or something else? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Jeweling the whole time. And it Figures. was like, I got really upset and I got in trouble <laughs> I didn't know I wasn't allowed to slide into a base and I got in trouble for doing that. <laughs> what? That's no like what you do. I think once you get to a certain age, you, you stop doing that in those sports because <laughs> you're going to hurt someone. <laughs> Boring. Boring. I agree. Oh. I was like, what's the point of playing this if I'm not allowed to slide into it? <laughs> Also, this lawyer, the or the actor who's playing this lawyer is like uh-huh. way more suave than the actual lawyer. I know. I have seen photos of the lawyer. Yeah. He is definitely the actor version of a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and on the HBO um Generation Hustle series, where one of the episodes profiles or does Anna Delvey um tells the story, is uh they have the real actor, you know, they have I mean, it's a documentary. And um the real actor, the real lawyer. And <laughs> so I mean, this easy. show goes on to say that aren't we all actors <laughs> in our own roles? The world, all the world's a stage. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. That's what Shaky said. Anyway, sorry. Continue yeah. on. But he's, he's like a sleazebag. I mean, he seems like it. I don't know. He, I don't know. He's probably very nice. But he's he seems like they have him playing pinball at the beginning of the documentary, which I guess he <laughs> really likes playing pinball. I don't know. And then he also is wearing like a graphic T-shirt under his blazer. It's just so broy. Also, I do not believe this scene. She forgets her baby appointment. I, it's insane. And then she's like, who cares about genitals or something? Which I was like, <laughs> do you mean in your own genitals or is it an ultrasound to find out the sex of the baby? I, I think it's the uh, gender of sex, finding out the sex of the baby. <laughs> I was like, I feel like those ultrasounds reveal more than that, but all right. Um, <laughs> right, right. Like, I feel like, you- like if your baby's healthy. <laughs> I am going to just say this out, right? do not like this relationship between oh i hate it too um vivian and her husband it is fucked up if this was a real life relationship you'd be like divorce her right now (laughs) i know i know she's like borderline abusive it's really bad and like he, he is only sympathetic and only caring he never gets mad at her for doing really shitty things and then she and she's also totally self-obsessed yeah yeah she also like ev- at, at 
towards the crescendo of the whole series, everyone is helping her, including like the people from her personal life, like her husband, everyone is helping her finish the story. Everyone is like contributing things to her, to support her work. And she's still like acting sort of victimized. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a bad portrayal, I think. Yeah. I do believe Jessica Pressler was like, yeah, I was pregnant, but that's not the story of my pregnancy. (laughs) I mean, she's like a producer on the show, so obviously, right, yeah, it's not her, right? It's Vivian, yeah. but she was like, "That wasn't how it went down on my." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, yeah, like if this was a relationship, you knew these people in real life, you'd be like, "Dude, she treats you she like sucks. shit." Yeah, yeah, get out of there. I don't know if you're supposed to be like, "Oh, what a beautiful relationship." He's so supportive, <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, the cold email. I love a cold email. You can never do it right. I can never do it right. I get left on red so many times. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, it's not even an email because <laughs> she's in prison. <laughs> Oops. <gasps> yep. See, nice face. Yeah. <laughs> she in park slope i think so i think that was seventh yeah hmm. he's even handing her the yeah it was my old oh. stop well sorry. 15th street <laughs> sorry it's okay buzzing you um <laughs> technically 15th street i would get off at seven sometimes right you weren't in park slope no just next to it <laughs> so was i um <laughs> this is <laughs> sorry this is a dance break um while so we many, go to rikers yeah. i thought the music was a tad much music is a tad much i i agree it's they like do um, this too much you know these two these drops yeah. too many yeah drops. And uh, it sounded like the Selling Sunset soundtrack. I don't know if yeah. you watched. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's just like it's a odd. lot. Yeah. <laughs> I did like this person's eyeshadow. I was just they were pretty say, consistent. I, I don't think I noticed that last time. And every but... time, like every time she's visiting, it's like a new shade of really sparkly, glittery eye- eyeshadow. Nice. It's got to look out for that on second watch. Props to the um, props to the dramaturg for adding that. This lawyer's <laughs> dog is really cute. <laughs> I feel like this is a is this maybe I'm reading too much into this. What? But she like has a dog and then the lawyer guy has a kid. And I feel like yeah. that they're saying something. Oh, I think so. <laughs> because then she's like. You can't really do this case, can you? You don't have anybody working for you and you're not very good at this kind of stuff. You should take the plea, okay? I'm I'm the ADA. I know what's up. I'm a girl yeah. boss. She is the girl bossy. Yeah. You'd think she should, would support the scammer. Like recognizes yeah. like. Come on. <laughs> girl boss recognizes girl boss. And also... Like, I wonder if the real lawyer um, 
has like a so in this in this show the lawyer has is married to a person who is like very wealthy has a lot of right. generational wealth and i wonder if the real lawyer i don't know he just doesn't he doesn't seem like he has like a fancy wife <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem the kind of guy to have fancy wives <laughs> she is that is like the an issue in their relationship is that she's much fancier than him yeah class struggle the story has it all ends <laughs> <Depends> too <laughs> Do lawyers really intimidate each other like this? I wonder. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Damn. Not like, yeah, I think they kind of give, I mean, not all the time, but I think when you're going to a trial, I think you kind of fuck with them. At least from, damn, it's pretty barbaric. They do like to be at least shitty. (laughs) If not in like intimidating each other, they're purposefully yeah Shitty. yeah i heard a rumor about notre dame law school how like like in the law school library people will like find they'll be trying to research for exams or something and then they'll go and like open a book and like certain pages have been ripped out like Jesus. so whoever found the information first like keeps it from other people <laughs> i don't know that it's just a rumor that's unconfirmed assholic yeah but oh here she is anna has made it for <laughs> enrikers getting our first meeting on with vivian so Julia anna's garner at- sorry no go ahead <laughs> I was just like Julia Garner, as I said before, has this incredible ability to look like she's just about to cry at any moment. <laughs> and you can't tell her, like, are you about to cry or is that just your face? Um, I was going to say, I love that, like, she's making Anna seem like, you know, like already a fraudster because she's like acting all sad and pious and like, thank you for coming. And then she like totally turns, like flips yeah. the switch. Are you? <laughs> I was about to say what she says in a second because it really cracks me up. But um, I'll let I'll let the show go. <laughs> I won't spoil it in the next five seconds. I did see um, someone talking about the show, and they're. Like I was gonna go off on how the wigs for Anna are terrible in the show, <laughs> but then I saw the real <laughs> Anna Delvey, and her hair is that fried. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Both of these Elizabeth Holmes and Anna have like yeah. some pretty insane hair, really crazy hair. <laughs> That's also part of the a key ingredient in the girl boss scam girl recipe book. Flyaways. <laughs> Frizz. <laughs> Frizzy flyaways, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
money is not an issue for me. <laughs> I wish I could do this accent. I'm going to keep trying to throughout this episode. <laughs> but why didn't she bail herself out? Because she didn't get bail. Oh, oh, right. It was a, yeah, because she's a flight risk. Um, what? How, wait, how? That's dumb question. Because she already ran away to LA. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, we don't know okay. that. So they a literal like fleeing. Yeah, like yeah. she might flee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting here because I think you already see. Actually, I really wish they did this more with both um, the lawyer and Vivian. There's occasionally in these moments where you see like, oh, they're manipulative. Mm-hmm. Like Vivian keeps going on about how actually media visits aren't good because, you know, there's all this work involved and red tape. Um, but really, she just wants to get in there with Anna and talk to her immediately. Right. Um, mm-hmm. If she was playing by the book, she would have made a media visit. But she's doing things a little stealthier at the yeah. time. Yeah. And like you occasionally get the glimpses on the show that like, yeah, like Vivian's willing to sort of scam people. The lawyer's sort of willing to to do things to get what he wants. Yeah. To a certain degree. Everyone in the show is, you know, don't we all kind of scam people? Yeah. Blah, blah. blah. But I feel like they should have done it more. <laughs> yeah, that's the big. Yeah. Like. Well, I don't know. That's a big narrative device because it's just like, yeah, fake it till you make it. Like, just like everybody fakes it till they make it, especially in New York. Like people love to, you know, play that up. And then it's like, but but Anna Delby just like took it too far. And like, there's blurred lines of like how, just how far you can take it and whatever. But then, um, I don't know, I guess they, I guess they're trying to still like by not making uh, driving that plot line forward with the lawyer and the and Vivian like they're they're delineating a line like not taking in a side almost I don't know yeah I, I don't think know. that's accurate trying to keep they're trying to like keep the the characters or the players um visibly on either side of a line mm-hmm. definitely maintain are they see here she is lying yeah to do whatever she whatever she wants in the show uh anna vivian whoops has (laughs) has been assigned a me too piece of wall street that she doesn't want oh yeah and we see that she's in some sort of like purgatory we don't know why yet um in in journalism at the magazine but it's kind of interesting because i i'm assuming i think we talked about this before like jessica pressler at this time is like not in purgatory like yes she had this similar issue in her career yeah where there was um a huge error in a piece that she reported on that was incorrectly fact-checked but at, at this point Jessica Pressler has already written the piece on Hustlers mm-hmm. um, which they based the movie off of so I would assume that was a huge piece yeah this is not the real story right right 
it's it's piecing together um elements of her own personal history to like make the to dramatize it a little bit more right of course give her the underdogness yeah and no yeah no spoilers but i was also i was very disappointed when i found out like the whole scandal of like why she was in like i know uh i know scriberia (laughs) i spoil i was like implicate her (laughs) like there was no implication of that she did anything wrong it wasn't her fault i was like yeah give make something her fault can't she have done something bad and then try to be improving and doing a better job like what's wrong with that yeah why does she have to be perfect (laughs) it wasn't my fault (laughs) jeez yeah i do not believe that she's this neurotic yeah also like you know, we just see her having being placed on hold, having to make a million calls. You would imagine as some an investigative journalist that happens all the fucking time. To you. Right. You would keep your cool. <laughs> like, of course, no one wants to talk to you. That's like every day of your life. <laughs> you chose that career path. Yeah. Lawyers got a fancy brownstone. Oh, and now we see the lawyer has fancy home, fancy wife. And they're going to the Alvin Ailey opening, going to the ballet. Oh, that's where I was like, <laughs> did not, I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing some sort of tutu situation. Yeah. Women in New York do that, or like rich women do do that in New York where they're like, yeah, I'm going to the ballet, so I'm going to wear a tutu. <laughs> I am now the ballerina. <laughs> It's like, um, you know, when people have you heard of this, they go to Disneyland and if you're like a normal person going, you're not allowed to dress up in costume in Disneyland unless you're a paid worker. Yeah. Because they know they don't want you to think they don't want anyone to think that you work for Disney if you don't. Right. I didn't know that. Crazy. And I'm totally blanking on the name and I'm so mad that I'm forgetting it. It's a really bizarre name. But there are these people who are like influencers, like Disney adult influencers who do versions of the costumes that aren't quite costumes. They're (laughs) like like, knockoffs. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're like, it's sort of like Princess Jasmine, but like it's a crop top and it's like the same, like it's normal clothes, but it's the, the character's version kind of thing. And then they go and they take photos all around Disneyland. Um, that's what it feels like she is doing for the ballet. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird about Disneyland. Uh, yeah. Talk about (sighs) a scam and a psyop. Oh yeah. Really psyops. (laughs) They go crazy there. They do go crazy. <gasps> the smells. The smells. The sight lines. Just oh, nuts. yeah. The New York porters. Has anyone ever said that <laughs> since like the 18th century? Like the New York da da da's. I know it is like the Gilded Age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. A show I will not watch. 
you won't you won't hear us commentating on that show absolutely not yeah i won't watch it either no okay packed (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why it looks not good yeah it does yeah no i mean they're just trying to ride out the downtown abbey you know they're trying to ride that high yeah and it will fall flat uh-oh. Vivian has a run-in with her enemy editor. <laughs> Super me too. <laughs> She's Vivian Kent is trying to hide her hide her trail and failing. Not a very good job that she doesn't think that they're going to call the office <laughs> when she's working with lawyers. Oh, her editor overheard that she no. got a message from Rikers. Whoa. Oof. There is snapping okay, dad. and finger pointing. Yeah. You've disappointed me. meta girl boss narrative going on here exactly they're like sometimes girl bosses need protection too yeah (laughs) she doesn't want to turn the girl bosses of wall street into clickbait clickbait there's a lot of clickbait drama in this show (laughs) anna delvey is clickbait that's true. I can't believe we almost got Anna Delvey on the pod. <laughs> We're just a thousand dollars short of the ten thousand dollar goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And because since you know, since Anna is such a fan of Sad Girl Syllabus, <laughs> yeah. she she almost but she you know she has to pay her legal fees so she couldn't agree for anything less than ten thousand (laughs) dollars okay we know what happened and me too okay yeah insubordination she's a little bit whiny here yeah portrayal is whiny real story and now she's lying you didn't interview her technically not an interview Mm -hmm. see willing to do whatever not whatever but (laughs) willing to have a few lies in there These scribeeria. Oh, yeah. The scribeeria old writers did not come out to the softball game. I wish they had. <laughs> they seem cool. Jerry Saltz allegedly is one of those. He like he posted an Instagram post. He was like, "Yeah, it is called scribeeria, and yeah, we were all helping Jessica Pressler like finish her thing, and 
he was like, even though she had already like, you know, redeemed herself and like her, there was nothing wrong with her career at this point. He like gave a little two cents. He has to go into the office. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he just like chills at home, posts weird things on Twitter all day. I guess in 2017 he was. I wish that Jerry Saltz was um, in the Anna Delvey story as well. (laughs) Wish he knew Anna, you know? Yeah. Which maybe he did. He probably did. Probably ran across Anna at some point at some (laughs) art world party. I don't know. They do love to party. Yeah. Jerry Saltz is everywhere. Literally. That's why I don't think he goes into the office. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. What's the purpose of like so much buildup on this show with the Vivian Kent character? Like why, Mm. why has Anna only made one appearance in the first like what half hour? Yeah. I know, even though it started with her telling us it's her story. Um, right, right. Not yeah. this lady. It's weird. Me. You know me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mary is trying to constantly perfect her Anna Sorkin, Anna Delvey accent. <laughs> not happening. Um, yeah, it's all about Vivian. And she's not very, I think they think she's more likable than she is. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, like, and she's also like extremely girl bossy in, a, in but, you know, in the bad way. Yeah. Of like, Jesus, like, shut up. You're not a victim. <laughs> um, Maybe that's too harsh, but well, I think that uh, that's maybe why people didn't really like the series is like, because it really is, it's quite slow. It's slow. This this first episode. Yeah. It, this yeah, this first episode is really slow. There's a lot that you don't need just that should be cut. There's mul- many, many characters that should definitely just have been cut. It definitely feels like time filler because and especially like the this like concentration on like why she doesn't want to do the Me Too story, like the whole building up of the, the scandal that she's like from which she's redeeming her career. It just seems like it's a time filler. Yeah. Um, again, would have just been better as a movie, but these subscription services need to sell multiple subscriptions. Yeah. And I also think with a movie, you really can't have that fat without it becoming like narrative fat without it becoming super noticeable. Right. Like so boring and slow. You got to trim it. Right. Mm -hmm. But a show. You can really expand. You can expand and sometimes you need to fill in certain gaps because you don't want to hit those points yet until like the eighth episode or whatever. Right, right. (sighs) More psychological manipulation. Yeah. I just think that's the case for a lot of things, right? TV shows are kind of more popular than movies in a lot of regards now. Yeah, Um, yeah. Certainly more seen. Um. And I don't think people really know what they're doing though when they, a lot of times when they're writing a series. It's true. Like, it's not, it's true. there's not a narrative concern on the time length like there should be. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think people uh, like screenwriters maybe think that they can um, 
apply a formula to television writing, mm-hmm. but but they can't. <laughs> but they're much more like uh, they they would be much better off if they were writing just a movie, a feature. Yeah. Hmm. Right now we get to watch the <laughs> print off Instagram images, which is very exciting. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Anna montage of like printed, uh, printed Instagram. <laughs> Vivian has pa- finally put the connection together. Actually, it wasn't even her connections. One of the other <laughs> journalists at New York, Manhattan, whatever yeah. magazine um, was like, oh, you should look at her Instagram. Finally put that connection together. Finally, she's yeah. going to find people from Instagram. <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's just part of the whole inventing Anna title like it took it took more than just the journalist to invent Anna Delphi right. it was everybody and so how the social role social media role and the scammer is essential I also didn't understand this didn't carry through on all of this on all of the episodes of like these people, these characters in Anna's life mm-hmm. um, narrating, like doing this, like breaking the fourth wall thing, um, talking to the camera and stuff like that didn't carry through. I know. And like in this episode, we're learning from all these characters that everyone has a very different idea of who Anna is. Like <clears throat> she's told them different stories. She's told them. She appears different to them. They all have like just a very different idea of who she is. Yeah. Um, but then that doesn't carry through. Then everyone's like, no, she's rich. We know that she's rich. She's a German heiress. Like da da da. Yeah. But in this little montage, everyone's like, no, she's rich. She's German. She's rich because of this. She's rich because of that. Mm-hmm. She dresses like shit. She dresses amazing. Well, you- <laughs> Why didn't that continue? I think that would have yeah. been, or like some explanation. Yeah. Yeah. But well, or kinda... if it could like, <laughs> this story is funny. This... <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> so stupid. Um, but yeah, like I kind of wish that it had like at least wrapped up with like these people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like it seems like, again, this introduction is so built up because they're trying to fill up time. But then it just like ends in a really rushed way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you don't yeah. hear people's you sort of get the get a, an image of like, where are they now? Kind of thing. Like there's a Instagrammy montage, but like there's not this like people's reflection or there's there's no reflection written for these characters in the story. Right. Like there is yeah. at the beginning. The pacing is just so bizarre and then it moves from this like very public image to focusing on just a few people yeah um her friends or you know closer acquaintances but i kind of wish it had continued up with the mystique because the whole point of this show is like that they don't know anna nobody knows Anna. yeah yeah How many Annas? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. She folds her arms, does a little powder face. Yeah. Who the hell is Anna Delphi? 
I'm the greatest journalist in the world. <laughs> and there's such there's such a concentration on like she her motherhood is secondary to her. I know. <laughs> which also seems like it's just trying too hard. Yeah. Regular visits, media visits. <laughs> Anna wants the luxury. Anna wants a VIP. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe this portrayal is also like she she like uses she's like kind of so that this portrayal is like has Anna Delvey be sort of sociopathic or psychopathic of like using emotions people's own emotions to manipulate them Mm. yes again con artist not not just fraudster but con artist yeah there is several threats of suicide that Anna does (laughs) to get people to do what she wants yep or to get out of trouble (laughs) which that it was like whoa yeah it's a lot (laughs) the hair (laughs) the gross fried hair these glasses iconic iconic she kind of has a style that is like older like it feels like it's 10 years old i agree when she's wearing it right like the baby doll dresses these glasses feels like 2005 Uh, yeah i agree with you i i had the same thought too um where i was like wow this is like 2010 yeah 2005 2010 um i did i think i told you about this but I guess Anna Delvey, as a young person, loved Mean Girls <laughs> in a way that she wanted to yeah. emulate, like plastics, <laughs> like Regina George, which I knew girls in middle school that thought the same thing Ooh, and they were not crazy. nice. Um, but that is what her classmates said about her. Makes me think she's emulating like a little of the same era of style. Yeah. Yeah. She has that on her lookbook or whatever <laughs> mean girls <laughs> it's like it's too early to be nostalgic at that point of like the early aughts yeah but it does feel like she's dressing yeah like from anthropology in the early aughts <laughs> or urban outfitters yeah Oh, I'm really just scared. She's yeah. going to be exposed. I just can't imagine there was that much, many people writing about there. Well, okay. So I tried to Google Jessica Pressler, like journalism scandal, mm-hmm. and there's nothing. Like there's, it's, which I guess is a testament to how much the Anna story like redeemed her or whatever. Yeah. But like, again, as, as we have established, like that was already she had already written the hustlers piece that really redeemed her. So like, so yeah, there's, and maybe she's wiped it from the internet since then, but there's nothing. I saw a brief mention, but I couldn't find the article. 
itself anymore. Yeah. And it is a clickbait article, as they say in this. So it's yeah. like really dumb, like a pretty low stakes article in the end. Yeah, it can't be that scandalous. And so why would they why would they harp on on that so much? Why do they need to narrativize that? With- why not make something? Yeah, like why, why couldn't it have been new? If you're going to make the fictional reporter. Why not yeah. give her more of a, like a better thing to overcome? Yeah, exactly. That was, I think, is the weirdest version of the accent that she just did. <laughs> when she says, what are you wearing? You look poor. And the way she <laughs> says poor is like bizarre. <laughs> Valentino, that's a valley girl. Yeah. Well. You look broke ass. How does she know what her feet look like? Just feel like. Trying to portray Anna as like superficial. Right. And hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Anna, Anna, Anna. She's playing hardball. Anna is playing hardball right now. Mm -hmm. And it is funny to see this, like, this visit compared to Vivian's first visit where Anna's crying and super sympathetic. And now she's like, oh, you didn't do what I want, Anna. Yeah. (laughs) By the second one, and I'm going to be a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it shows the manipulation tactics. Yeah, this lawyer, I don't know. I after after hearing him interview on the HBO documentary, it's just this is not a believable, believable portrayal. <laughs> I um do think it's funny that they have the wife who's also a lawyer and yeah. comes from a long what sounds like a law firm lawyer type family. Mm-hmm. Um he they keep making her uh, uh, ask like audience questions of like <laughs> Well, what do you want her to do so he can explain how like a plea bargain yeah. works or like, like earlier when she's like, you have to tell her about the plea that that'll like, you know, go on your record and like, da, 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 da. like as she's a, a device, <laughs> as an officer of the law, you must uphold. Da, 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 da. It's like really <laughs> silly. Yeah. Like, Again, it's think- like filler. Yeah. Filler content. Like two lawyers would not speak to each other like this. <laughs> I wonder if New York Magazine lunch break room looks like this. It's really weird, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like nice in an Ikea way. <laughs> it doesn't branded. look like anyone's ever used it. Yeah. 
and like just so happens they're all all of the scriberia writers are in there at the same time there's no other extras yeah <laughs> we'll all take lunch together Oh, ethics, moralizing ethics. Don't let Anna take the deal. Convince her not to. (laughs) These are like the voices in Vivian Kent's head kind of thing, too. Yeah. Again, another like another accessory, like Mm -hmm. the characters are accessories. Psychological accessories, I guess. Problem solving with her, figuring out how she's going to make it happen. Oh, this line. (laughs) That a baby is going to come shooting out of your hoochie pretty soon. (laughs) That line. Yeah, that line. It's so ridiculous. That's the that's the other thing too that is just like I I don't yet have fully formed thoughts about like her reluctance to like have the baby, like her denial. I know. It's, yeah, she like she has a thing later. Oh wait, it's coming up in this episode. I think I'm just gonna spoil it. Everyone, <laughs> deal with it. Of like, oh, I thought I'd have my reputation saved by the time I had this child. Yeah. And that's a weird, weird sentiment. It is. And hard to believe that it's, I, it feels like a caricature, a, a girl boss caricature. Of like, right. Yeah. They're like, like no, every girl goss. Yeah. Every yeah. girl, girl, did I say girl goss? <laughs> <laughs> every girl boss like has to have, has to have it all, has to like achieve something, has to like pack in an entire career before she has a baby. Oh yeah. Here we go. Wow, I was just a little early. (laughs) She finally remembers to go to her fucking doctor's appointment. And if I was a husband in this fucking show, I'd lose my mind. I'd be so (laughs) mad. He's like even happy that it's a that it's a girl. Like you know, like he's like a male feminist. He does not deserve this. He does not deserve her behavior. Also, yeah, if like if you saw like a storyline of like doctor's office, ultrasound appointment, and like the dude freaks out like this, like you would think that the dude is an asshole. Like she's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, leave her. Get out of there. I and also yeah. don't advocate for those kind of things, but like, get out of there, <laughs> run. Yeah, this she's like overacting here. I think. Yeah. Oh, it's so dumb. In nine months. <laughs> Oh, you know what? And yeah. Sorry. This is just frustrating scene to me. It is frustrating. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say that 
careers are stupid so this shouldn't be that <laughs> i know the thing know. that lights up my brain it's like girl you can write on your own time <laughs> <laughs> just joking but it, it makes me sad that it's like i either get to work my whole life or be a mother and I, once I become a mother, I have to give up some of that work, but the work is like the thing that makes me happy. And anyone, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very suspicious of anyone who's like, work I, means that much to them. Yeah. I had the same, I had the same exact thought. And she, and she says before, I thought that I would like save my career before who I get to be changes. And it's mm-hmm. just like, wait, what? That's again, this like, um, a very like, uh, third wave, I guess, feminist like viewpoint of like, well, if you if you're a mother, then it's all over, and like yeah. you, you're not you're not a person anymore, and it's just like, um, it's clearly like the character is projecting that onto yeah. it. Like you're still gonna be yourself. You're still gonna like be a person after you have a child. <laughs> it's just it's yeah, it's so ridiculous. But I mean, maybe and maybe that's intentional of writing, um. Like maybe. maybe they're trying to make her out to be that way. Yeah. Like an annoying cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna be socialite. Serial killer wall is being formed. <laughs> I also felt like this uh like investigative wall is it's a little much. I know because it's all just like her posing like in random Instagram moments. <laughs> it's like mostly selfies. And like, it's like, do people really do this? A postcard or sorry, a post-it note that just says Anna. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't think that people actually do this. Question mark on just a post-it note. yeah as if she would forget that she's has a question (gasps) oh my gosh big reveal she's put something together the hotel concierge was friends with anna she lied (laughs) I can tell that that coffee cup is empty. (laughs) These coffee cups, I feel like I've only ever seen in New York, these kinds with the like, yeah, the brown. Yes. Oh, actually, these are different than I thought they were. You know, the the corrugated kind. Texture. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see those over here. I don't see those. Yeah. They haven't made it to the West Coast, apparently. Maybe it's just an East Coast distribution company that makes corrugated cardboard. (laughs) I guess the plea would implicate all the people that she. Right. Like in this case. Would implicate all the people involved with her. Yeah. That she or like, you know, fully realize that she is guilty. Instead of trying to fight the charges. 
Yeah. So like it, it's particularly, I guess, for this character who is has a lot of feelings invested in Anna um, and defends her all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, I guess if Anna admits that she's taking a plea, it means she was also fucking over Neff. Yeah. Feminism. This is New York. There's so much like legal, there's so much like legal game playing and like chess moves and I barely can keep up with it. I have no idea how like investigative journalism, you know, works in these kinds of situations. And like, I can like, I find it hard to believe that every single person who has a role in this, like would also understand, you know, just like statistically, I feel like a lot of people just like wouldn't understand how this works, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Or just that they were, yeah, that they were getting conned. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who want to think they're not being manipulated even by a journalist or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, Willing ignorance, I think. But I think that they're too smart in this in this series. I think that they're they've written all these characters as way too way too intelligent and way too street smart, sort of. Yeah. Because I just don't think that like I yeah, I just find it hard to believe that people who like are in the social scene like fully grasp the um the gravity of like a plea deal like the the intricacy of what a plea deal means for investigative journalism I don't know I have a hard time grasping it and so I just like I I just yeah I just I think that more way more people are naive yeah I think than this show than the show portrays maybe oh media room Lux she went VIP baby (laughs) There's tea. Oh, my God. She just threw the tea bag, the wet tea bag onto the table. Here you go, Vivian. Ruining, well, no, she ruined her own life, but (laughs) (laughs) giving bad advice to promote your own career. Everyone's playing everyone. Yeah. Escape from New York. No one is real. Oh, what? So now you care about me? (laughs) It's almost like a Transylvanian accent. (laughs) Oh, what? I'm the Count Dracula. (laughs) 
That's what it is. That's the Anna Delvey accent. It's literally just Transylvania D- Dracula. I never drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Nice. An in-court spur-of-the-moment decision to not take the plea de- deal. Your lawyer, I assume, would be fucking pissed if you did this. <laughs> but how else are we going to have a nice hook for the first to end the first episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I want to trial. I want to trial. there was some like um amidst all of the uh well features uh uh, like you know the the inevitable features that pop up that are like oh what about the real like the show versus the real people there was Mm -hmm. i saw something some headline pop up about the the um prosecution clerk oh really yeah i i didn't read it uh (laughs) (laughs) they even went to that level yeah yeah they were like here's the real story behind this person who clerked for the lawyer who did the thing yeah clerked for the lawyer who did the thing (laughs) (laughs) we understand the law here (laughs) anna just wants to be famous baby yep that's all she's after it's her goal she has goals she sets them knows how to get them she does it. She sets them, knows how to get them. I loved that. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, this rich lady. This rich lady. <laughs> like, what does she do? She's just wealthy, right? She's just like a wealthy like, patroness of yeah, exactly. housed Anna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is friends with this fashion guy who was she, also friends with Anna. She looks like she could be a real housewife of New York kind of thing, she I guess. She does. And I guess that's the implication. It's just like a a, a random rich wealthy random. old lady. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well, there there it is. Um, yeah, again, very slow. Why? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was slow. I feel like it, it seemed even slower this time because oh, I was like, wow, this like yeah. This is in this episode. Hmm. Yeah. So obviously, well, okay, not it's not obvious, but um, <laughs> but my opinion is that the Elizabeth Holmes story is just like way better <laughs> in terms of narrative, in terms of like how it plays out. Yeah, I'm interested. Performs. I'm interested to see how it closes, but um, I think it is. Yeah, a better written and better, tighter um, narrative mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Ed. And I think that um, there's, uh, like, it seems like the show for Inventing Anna is doing too much having this, having a... Um, building up the biographical story of of the journalist of vivian kent yeah gotta have that tv filler though do you think it would ever be possible to have a story from anna's 
like more from her perspective? I don't, I mean, I think that it's, I, I don't think that she would give that. I don't think she would give that up. If someone like, if someone tried yeah. to like do that, I just, I think that, um, I think that it would be interesting and I think that it would be, uh, I don't know, or maybe it would just be very boring. Um, I, that's what I can't decide is like, is it kind of impossible to not even logistically like to get, or is it just like totally unrelatable? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. Um, maybe so, because that's sort of like the, again, spoilers. Um, that's sort of the conclusion of the Inventing Anna series is that it's just like, she was just like, a, like weird. Like she didn't she's, have a sob story behind her. Right. She's always been this way to some extent. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And the story really lies in the, um, the victims, so to speak. Yeah. Um, that's where it, yeah. Um, that's the real like meat of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they've spent a lot of time with them. Yeah. And, and so do the documentaries too. Hmm. The documentary profiles. Whereas like, it's just, um, um, like maybe Elizabeth Holmes is more of like a girl boss <laughs> than, than Anna Delvey because she's like trying to um she's trying to like do a glass ceiling break the glass ceiling thing mm -hmm. and she's trying to like make it in a male dominated career field um and specifically like tech very new right. emerging career field and whereas like Anna is just um is just trying to get that money <laughs> <laughs> Come on, she's trying to create an arts organization here. <laughs> an as exclusive if, arts organization. Yeah. As arts organizations those... naturally are tax havens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. Uh, Anna. <laughs> well, we'll be back to finish out inventing Anna. Um We'll watch the finale episode. Right. So you can hear our voices through only two of the episodes. You have to watch. <laughs> you have to watch the rest of the series without us. Yeah. You could just jump to the end and like, I wonder what happened. Uh <laughs> you can on honestly, you can skip it. We've pretty much established that <laughs> it could have been a movie. Like, can this email, can this meeting be an email? Can this email be a phone call or whatever the yeah the hierarchy is <laughs> can this tv show be a movie <laughs> <laughs> just make it two hours maybe 90 just minutes if we're really feeling right like we're on it you know yeah. bring back 90 minute movies straight to vhs <laughs> straight to vhs vibes yeah that's what it is <laughs> all right well thanks mary thank you bethany and thanks for listening y'all Bye.